Um, what was what is your most embarrassing moment? Because I I'm happy to tell you all mine because I mean you were there for mine, Emma. Really? But in, yeah, and well, you weren't there per se, but you were you were with me. It was in 2012, and I we were at the Olympic Games, oh. and yes. <laughs> and I had to. We were doing lates, and and at 10 o'clock, that's when you had to go and sign in with the steward and you had and then the steward had to come and do lights for you and I was sitting and having a drink with Kim Severson who was there coaching T- Nina Ligon at the time and uh, we got chatting away shocking and um so suddenly I looked at my watch I said oh my god it's 9 45 I gotta go so I go out of there and I, I had to pee so bad I'm like oh god do I pee but if I pee first then I'm not going to be able to do my lights on time and I was, so I was like oh I was like, I'm just gonna pee in the stall so I go in and I dump him his grain and and I go and I get to the corner of his stall and I pull my pants down and as you do as any groom would do pee in your horse's stall well welcome to the major league eventing podcast the show for eventing fans by eventing fans And as usual, Karen, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Cowboy Magic, for, for sponsoring the show. So what do we have this week? This week we have Cowboy Magic Super Body Shine. Oh, yeah. It's formulated to give hair a super shine, helps repel show ring dust, and dries fast. And they added aloe vera to strengthen and condition hair and skin. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. Fantastic very, stuff. Very important. Aloe vera. It's like... It's good stuff. The wonder plant. Yes, you it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, love this stuff. I even drink this stuff. A little funky, but do you? Yeah, mm. it's good mm. stuff inside and out. Care, <laughs> and I rub it all over my face because I get sunburned so easy. But that's another story. <laughs> the face Karen makes, <laughs> I'm gonna stay on track. <laughs> so, thank you, Cowboy Magic. The Cowboy Magic Super Body Shine, get your shine on, get out there, shine them up, and then it helps repel that dust. So, when you're going around the ring, your horse is the one to still stay shining while everyone else is getting all dusty and covered up. So, right, Karen? Oh, yeah. So, thanks a lot, Cowboy Magic. Winter is here again, and with the cold weather, you will want the new Red and Goat Winter Jumpsuit 2.0. Has all the original designs, but with an added zip-off convertible hood and stirrup elastic. Plus, new colors such as Caviar, Blue Nights, and Rum Raisin. Check them out by going to redandgoatequestrian.com. Okay, everybody. So, Karen, this is obviously a really, really special two-parter coming up. Yeah, it was a lot of fun getting to know these ladies. Yep. So, um, today we bring you part one of the Supergroom Roundtable. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have some great stories. As you heard just now, you had a little teaser of Max and her little <laughs> stall story. So, let that sit for a little bit. And you'll hear the rest of that story here coming up. Um so we had such a great time with these ladies. Uh, thank you very much to Max Corcoran for moderating this roundtable, which was fantastic. So it was so great, and we had so many ladies that we decided we're going to split this in two, right, Kim? Yes. So this is part one of our Supergroom roundtable, right? Yes. So um, we hope that everyone uh, enjoys this, and um, 
stay tuned to next week for the second half of the Super Groom Roundtable. So you're going to hear a lot of good stuff, everything from just funny stories to tips and tricks from the pros, right, Karen? Absolutely. So um, we hope you enjoy, and um, we'll talk to you at the end of the podcast. Cheers. I'm Karen. And I'm Rob. Karen, very, very excited. We say that all the time. I know. This is going to be fun. Today is going to be very, very fun. We have uh, the Super Groom Roundtable, Karen. Oh, yeah. Everyone's always wanted to get out of us, and we, we've not been able to pull it off until now. So, um, what we'll do is we'll introduce everyone real quick, and then we're going to turn this over. We have a special moderator. So, oh, yeah. uh, so we have uh, Max Corcoran joining us, uh, Emma Ford joining us, Courtney Carson, Stephanie Simpson, Christina Curiali, and Sally Robertson. So, welcome, ladies, welcome. to the show. Hello, Thanks you guys. For having us. Hey. Thank Hello. You for having us. It's gonna be hurting cats. Thanks for having us. <laughs> so, Max uh, has uh, been gracious enough to say she would moderate this. So you and mm-hmm. I just get to sit yeah, back and listen to these yep. pros. Sit back and up. listen and so uh, <laughs> and something. So, Max, good luck with trying to keep this rowdy bunch all in order. Hopefully, they're a little bit worn out today. So, well, you know, it's a it's a rowdy crew, but we do our best. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just uh, a couple of spectators. Thank you guys are crazy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now we're moving again. Now we're rolling. Drink some more, Rob. We'll get no frozen. <laughs> <All> good. <laughs> this is the time of year. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much for having us here. This is a uh, this is an awesome group, and I feel pretty lucky to be. Hanging out with these guys for the night. Um, I think uh, probably one of the best things to do is just to we'll go around of our crew and everybody can sort of introduce themselves where you're from uh, originally and where you're from now, where you are now, who you work for now, and uh, and then we'll get rolling. So, uh, Sally, we'll start with you. Oh, thanks, Max. Sorry. Uh, so I'm originally from New Zealand and at the moment we are currently in Ocala and I work for Landmark's Young Event Horse Team um, and our writer is Lauren Nicholson. Awesome. Excellent. Christina, on to you. Uh, I am originally from uh, Canada, the West Coast, British Columbia. And I'm currently in Hoffman, North Carolina, and I work for Will Flaudry. Awesome. Emma? Hi, guys. Thanks for having doing this, Max, and everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm originally from England. (laughs) I feel I repeat the story all the time. Uh, And I now work for Philip Dutton, have since 2005, and uh, in Pennsylvania. Excellent. Courtney? Well, I feel really boring after these guys. I'm just from St. Louis. <laughs> um, but I am I am still in Aiken, South Carolina. We're here all year round. And I work for Doug and Jessica Payne. Awesome. Steph? Um, I am originally from Vermont. And I'm currently in uh, Cochranville, Pennsylvania. And I work for Boyd Martin. All right. Excellent. So... Um, I thought when I was thinking about this and all of us, I thought we'd sort of, we do some sort of fun questions so people get to know you to realize that we're humans and we're real people and then ask some more sort of horsemanshipy type questions. Um, so we'll go on that same, oh, Sal, have, yep. Okay. So Sal, favorite morning drink, favorite night drink? Uh, coffee and red wine. All right. Christina? Uh, tea and 
whiskey mixed with something. Ooh. Oh my god, <laughs> Emma! <laughs> uh, coffee, specifically a latte, and uh, gin, and preferably a bit of lemon. But unfortunately, sometimes it has to be the tonic. Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney. <Crikey>. <laughs> I am definitely coffee with cream and sugar in the morning and then vodka or red wine at night. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was going to for sure be more your breakfast and lunch, but, you know, (laughs) (laughs) in the off season. Steph? Um, Definitely coffee and either a margarita or wine. All right. And just so any listeners know, the best way to any groom's heart, if you want to suck up to them or you need a favorite for them, <laughs> is to arrive in the morning with fresh co- coffee for us. And that, for sure, Absolutely. is the way to yeah. our heart. Yep. <laughs> or food. Yep. Or food. Or food. Snacks are always food, good. Food, definitely. Always appreciated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So or if it's afternoon, any form of <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So we'll change the order up a bit. Okay. Uh, favorite U.S. event, Courtney. Ooh, Carolina International. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Steph? I would agree with Carolina. Yeah. Emma? Yeah. I'm going for Kentucky. <laughs> oh, God. I, yeah. I, I want to change my answer. <laughs> I take that back. All right. Okay. Uh, Christina. Um, I haven't been in 10 years or so, but Rebecca, I really loved Rebecca Farm or Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Rebecca's, amazing. Um, Rebecca's amazing. Yeah. I'm going to say Kentucky. Yeah. Kentucky. Hey, Max, can I, can I do mine again? Yeah. Okay. Steph, what's <laughs> okay. your favorite I'm, U.S. event? Um, thanks, Max. Um, I'd like to say <laughs> Kentucky as well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, if you, your favorite event, whether it's a championship or anywhere in the world, favorite event, Christina? Uh, Aachen. Aachen's amazing. Uh, Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, Sal? Uh, I'm really torn between badminton and Bukalo. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Good one, too. Yeah, Steph? I'm a loser. I haven't been anywhere. Um, the, what, the, I go to the worlds and they're in tryouts, so that doesn't count. <laughs> uh, I don't know. The ones that I have been to, I like Poe, but I also like Bromont. I know it's still like oh, Bromont's great. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah, basically good America. One. But, but, uh, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Courtney. Um, Leon was amazing. Saying. I'd love to go back there. Yeah. And Emma? Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yep, we got you. I, I'm a little strong. <laughs> it's burly, but Arkin, for different reasons, I think, but they do are pretty special events. Yeah, yeah. I do love me a bookalo, though. I mean... <laughs> well, I had fun there, too. It is fun. It is fun. It's, <laughs> it's different. Arkin is incredible, but, like... You got to go to one book. You got to survive one book alone. Yeah. Your yeah. It's a bucket list item. Yeah. yeah. The Tuesday night party. Yeah. yeah. Bit, bit, if, you, if you survive that. <laughs> best not talked about. It is absolutely right. Oh my God. Okay. We'll get a little more serious now, guys. Okay. So, um, I know uh, important part of our jobs, like our job, obviously, like for me, my, for the thought for me, my like job description, best part of my job is that 
I want to make sure when my rider gets on to compete, they everything is taken care of and they're only focusing on having to compete their horse. The, you know, all the bolts and nuts are all done wherever they need to be and the horse is fit and healthy and all the prep has been good. And so to me, that's like, that to me is the most important part of my job is to make sure that they're ready. So um, what do you all think about the most important part of the job in general? Um, we'll start with Steph. Um, well, if any of you know, Boyd, I think you oh, would God. agree. Ma <laughs> managing chaos is a very um, important part of my job. Um, so, yeah, I'd say like making sure you have all the movie pieces going where they need to go. And in a way that's just seamless, I guess, would be my answer. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Christina. Uh loving the horses I mean you can't do this if you don't love it because otherwise what's the point so no like knowing them inside and out and you know just going I mean obviously every day isn't the best day but going out and being able to see the horses and interact with them and uh keeps us getting up in the morning everything it? about them and mm -hmm. yeah exactly yeah yeah because it's not always the most thankful job in the end is it yeah. <laughs> yeah. or glamorous yeah exactly oh, yeah Courtney. I, I don't know what you mean <laughs> <laughs> um am i allowed to say just making sure the right horses are on the right trailer every day <laughs> <laughs> with the amount that, that we go real, that's probably that the most difficult is real. part <laughs> yeah yeah that is funny no but and then following along what you guys said, like just being able to be there for the horses at the end of the day, good, bad, and ugly. So, yeah. Sal. Yeah. I mean, just putting the horses first, always that's, you know, our main priority to start off with. Um, and I think attention to detail is what, you know, helps you learn about your horses and your rider. And then just what everyone else said, it means, you know, you just follow through on all your other steps and hopefully, you know, do the best you can on every day, competition day or at home. Right. Yeah. Emma? Um, thanks for picking me last because I feel like Sorry. everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to add in. <laughs> in our barn, anyway, being able to remain flexible throughout yeah. the day. Very yes. cool. <laughs> that is. And that does not mean touching and your toes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't think any of us can touch our toes anymore. <laughs> Morning yoga for nobody. Cope with that is very important. I always say you got to have an open mind and a flexible mind if you want to. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. So Emma, since you don't want to go last, you're going to go first this time. Um, what was what is your most embarrassing moment? Because I I'm happy to tell you all mine because I mean you were there for mine, Emma. Really? But in, yeah, and well, you weren't there <laughs> per se, but you were. You were with me. It was in 2012, and I we were at the Olympic Games, oh, and yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to. We were doing lates, and and at 10 o'clock, that's when you had to go and sign in with the steward, and you had, and then the steward had to come and do lates for you. And I was sitting and having a drink with Kim Severson, who was there coaching T Nina Ligon at the time, and we got chatting away shocking and um so suddenly I looked at my watch I said oh my god it's 9 45 I gotta go so I go out of there and I, I had to pee so bad I'm like oh god 
do I pee? But if I pee first, then I'm not going to be able to do my lights on time. And so I was like, oh, I'm just just going to pee in the stall. So I go in and I dump him his grain and and I go and I get to the corner of his stall and I pull my pants down. And as you do, as any groom would do, pee in your horse's stall. Well, there are cameras in each stall. (laughs) (laughs) And the next thing I know, I have an FEI steward leaning over the door saying, is everything okay in there? <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, everything's just fine. <laughs> so the next day in a team, so I get back and I tell everybody the story. So the next day in a team meeting, Mark Phillips says, you know, we all have to be very careful, blah, blah, blah. I think those cameras are working. And I said, yeah, they're working just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be, that would yeah, probably be my favorite. I think last, yours is probably going to be the better story. I know, it's just, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. There's some that you're like, mm, maybe I'm not going to tell you that one. And then um, my sort of more embarrassing for because of what I did. <laughs> so, but it was just a, more of a forgetful thing. But I turned up at a show. It was in Aiken, and this is years ago when Boyd and Ryan were still working for us. And it, thankfully, it was a local show. But um, I turned up at a show and went to, it was meant to be a horse for Ryan that Ryan needed. And I literally like walked into the trailer and I walked back out and I was like, okay, (laughs) 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 and it's just a personal embarrassment that you couldn't even remember to put that particular horse on, you know, and it was miscommunication really between the other people at the barn and myself we all thought we were loading the one horse and it just never got them loaded but to, to actually have to go and admit it's another <laughs> oh, man. oh my god I think I've blocked them out of my brain because you know I can't even imagine <laughs> oh my god Sally your turn you know even after all these years, unless you guys can think of something, I can't think of something that was really embarrassing. So either that means I haven't done something or I'm just not embarrassed easy. I'm not sure. <laughs> or, or you blocked it out. Yeah, poten- <laughs> potentially, potentially. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Courtney? Um, the ACs a couple of years ago, I had a really bad streak. I tripped over a duffel pulling a trunk to the trailer to reload it and fell. And when I fell, the trunk landed on my feet (gasps) and I was stuck. Thankfully it wasn't heavy, but it was too far away. (laughs) Speaking of not being able to touch your toes, I couldn't reach the trunk to like shove it back up off of my feet. And I was jammed underneath of it. And so of course everyone shows back up. And all Doug could do was put it on the internet. <laughs> and then two days later, I fell down the hill walking cross country. And I had to like bathe in the water jump to walk the rest of the course. It was just, it was a rough week. <laughs> oh, that is a rough week. Oh my God. Steph? <laughs> At uh, Jersey Fresh. Boyd, Boyd likes to do like community uh, hacks on the horses at horse shows. Um, Emma's seen this a lot. Uh, so we were hacking and he was on a horse that is like notoriously spooky. And I was on a horse that's super horse shy. And I was adjusting my start. Okay, so if you've been to Jersey, you know, like the trade fair. And Boyd's like, we should take him through the trade fair. And 
Um, like we definitely shouldn't go through the trade fair, but <laughs> there we were, we were in the trade fair and, um, his horse spooked as something as I was adjusting my stirrups and my horse shy horse, like, I don't even know what he did. I fell off, but as I'm falling off, Jenny Brannigan's like circling to go into her test. So there's like this huge on the pavement, like <laughs> scuffle. And then I landed on my feet. I landed on my feet. So it wasn't that bad. So the judge had to like ring her so she could like do another courtesy circle. It was bad. But yeah. So that was embarrassing. Oh, that's embarrassing. Toots? Uh, so I'd have to say this was years ago, but I was washing a horse's socks in the wash bay at Pine Top. And for some reason, Will was watching me. I think we were having some sort of conversation and I was washing his hind socks and Will was distracting me. So I wasn't really paying attention. And then all of a sudden, uh, poop fell on my head. Oh, <laughs> um, oh no. And, and Will didn't warn me. So that wasn't very nice of uh, him. He probably loved it. <laughs> it, it fortunately, there was no video or photographic oh, evidence, but it was <laughs> turned into a Facebook status. Oh. Um, so yeah, I'd have to say, I'd have to say being, uh, being pooped on. Oh my God. Washing uh, <laughs> Oh God. Okay. We're getting back to serious now. Okay. Um, best cross country after, after care practices, your horse finishes cross country. What do you guys do? We're, uh, we're, we'll say we're at a, at a regular normal horse trials at, at not a long format, but at a regular horse trials. So what do you do? Uh, we'll start with Sal. Uh, I always like get their, you know, tack and boots off as quickly as I can. Um, obviously depending on what the weather is doing determines like, you know, you're cooling out, uh, checking. I try and get ice on within 20 minutes of the horse finishing its cross country. And really just once again, your attention to detail going over them, not only with your eyes, but with your hands as well. So, you know, you can feel any heat or swelling, um, you know, so you don't miss anything and even any little nicks in that, that, you know, might not look like a big deal at the time, but obviously could be detrimental later on. So just making sure you're not missing any, any rubs, scratches. And so when you put getting ice on them within 20 minutes, how are you doing that? Uh, Depending on what level they're doing, obviously we stand a lot of hours in the big whirlpool boots. Um, If they're, you know, lower levels will use ice horse packs a lot. Um, and another favorite of mine, I know we can't get them over here, but if you can get your hands on them is the little ice cube bags that you can get from Tesco over in England. And they're amazing and they're really quick, like the ice horse boots, um, but you can, you freeze them and then you can actually put them on the inside of your cross country boot and, and whack it on their legs as quickly as possible. Awesome. Awesome. Courtney? Um, I mean, Sally, did you leave anything for anyone else to say? <laughs> but no, like... There's plenty. There's plenty. <laughs> no, I mean, making sure that, you know, initially legs look good, no major cuts or scrapes, that kind of stuff, getting them back. Um, I like to try to get mine a drink once they get back to the trailer if we're working off of that. Cause they've usually been then walked home. And then honestly, my big thing is I like to get them to a wash bay and get their legs really clean with ivory soap or Dawn and get any funk from water boxes, 
grease, Vaseline, whatever you've put on their legs to keep them from getting boot rubs, get that off as quickly as possible so that they don't end up with any extra skin irritation from that. Yeah. Especially in the winter, that's winter sand can, you know, the clip skin down in the South is not nice. Um, Steph. Um, pretty much we do the same thing. And then as when they're done icing, I think it's important to put some standing bandages on I mean, like the upper level ones, not necessarily, the young ones, but um, getting some wraps on them, maybe if the footing's hard, packing their feet, that kind of thing. Just try to, it kind of depends on the conditions, but just try to help alleviate any pain or swelling or anything that they might have. Yeah. Emma? Um, I think, a lot, uh, you know, as everyone else says, it all depends, number one, on the level and the horse and um, whether you're trailering in or if we're an away show, but um and an away show especially like I actually like trying let the horses go in their stalls for five minutes of just peace and quiet and let them have it try and see if they'll pee and drink and have a bite of hay before I start um thinking about the ice it's a bit of a catch-22 really because you want them in ice and it's the most beneficial thing to be in ice as quickly as possible but then you also want them just to have five minutes of breathing and you know let their let them go back to normal as well isn't it so it's it can be a hard you sort of got to do what's right for the horse and some horses are more flighty than others <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you gotta let them chill before you That's do anything truth. yeah um, you know but uh, you know it's not just a 10 minute process is it it takes you know you've got hours of once you've done the icing, then they need to go for a walk. And then, you know, you've got a hand graze and then you've got to maybe put them back in ice and rewrap. And <laughs> yeah. So, and it's important too. I mean, I, that I think it's so important to make sure you teach those horses how to stand in ice before you get to a show. So it's not something new to them there. It's, it's a process, isn't it? Oh, come on, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, be, trying to be smart. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> trying to be practical. Trying to give out a tip here, Swing Emma. It. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Christina. Well, I mean, what haven't you guys said? Basically, I mean, basically everything you've said, uh, but yeah, it depends. Going last. <laughs> yeah, it does suck going last. I know. Um, it depends usually on if you're trailering in or if you're stable there, but yeah, like getting, making, after you're done for the day, after they're wrapped in ice and all that, making sure they go out for big, long hang raise. And, uh, like we're really lucky here if we're just trailering in when we get home, all of my horses live out night. So I get to get home, get them poulticed and wrapped and turn them out and they get to go out and be in their fields and be alone, just leaving sometimes for, an hour or two and letting them have a nap or just not have anybody touching them or poking at them. Rest is so bit. important. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. 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 And trotting up, do you, you guys try to get up before? Is, yeah. And trotting them up sort of, you know, before you turn them out or something, it's, is yeah, something yeah. that we used to do all the time just to make, just to, just to make sure. No yeah, surprises. Yeah. Check. And again, first thing in the morning. <laughs> Okay, yeah. we're gonna get fun again. This is this is one of my favorites. This always makes me laugh so hard. Best working student story. Because <laughs> this is good. Toots, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you, Christina, because I ended with you, so it's only fair to start with you. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so two. One of them was really quick. I had this kid once who she never knew what to do ever. Like she always she was here for like three months, but even after three months, we'd always be like, oh, what should I do now? But she wouldn't really ask the question. I would just be in my grooming bay, grooming horse, and then I would just turn around. She'd be standing there, staring at me. 
like just and I'm like, please use your words because this is scary. Um, this one time there was this kid, we had, this was years ago when I first started. Uh, we were doing a show at the horse park and um, the this kid that was working for us was just supposed to go and walk his course and then come back because we had the whole barn to do, the trailer to repack for the next day and braiding to get done and all of this and like an hour hour and a half goes by and this kid's not back and i'm like where where is he why isn't he back all he had to do was walk and get back here he should be back by now so i'm standing there with the other two girls that were working for us and i'm on the phone because i'm like i'm gonna call him it's fine so the phone is ringing and i'm looking at the two girls i'm like i'm calm i'm collected i'm not gonna yell it's fine. And the moment he answered the phone, I just lost it and started screaming. <laughs> so, and it turns out he had gone out for dinner with his mother. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, no, you have to get back here right now. Like we have so much to do. And he's like, well, we just ordered food. Oh, oh no. Stayed and ate and then came and helped us. Lost fired. And it takes a lot of people that know me. It takes a lot for me to lose it. I'm very internalized. I don't, I don't yell. I don't like confrontation, but that that day. (laughs) Then that day it was all done. It was all done. All right, Sal, your turn. Uh, This wasn't here. Just so we're clear on that. Um, this was quite a few years ago, and this we had this guy who wanted started off as a working student, wanted to be a groom, and he knew nothing, which was totally fine. Always open to teaching them, um, but every time he tried to teach them something, he didn't want to learn it. He wanted to learn it off the internet. He knew pretty much nothing. But the weirdest thing about him was that he got told off a lot. Because when he couldn't do something and he didn't want to learn off you because I wasn't a computer, um, he would get quite frustrated. So then you would have to, you know, tell him off a bit and like try and talk through it. And his reaction to that was to go and sit in uh, any horse's field, Indian style. Um, <laughs> and I'm not really, I'm not, I'm not really sure what he thought was going to happen. That the answer was just going to come to him. Um, but yeah, it was. <laughs> It was very weird, very weird. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's a good one. That's he, didn't, he, right. did, he, he didn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> Emma? Um, well, I'm going to beat I can't. I, can't I, I bet you've got an encyclopedia. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I know. You and I, Steph. I, there was definitely some that I was like, I can't repeat that. But I'm going <laughs> to bet that I, I have the quickest turnaround of working students on this one, okay? <laughs> so in Aiken, this was, I don't know, a while ago, we were a little bit short-staffed, needless to say. And then finally Shocking. we had someone local that wanted to come in and work with us for the rest of the winter. So we were like, perfect. Come, you know, that's awesome. And it just worked out. It was a day that it was a local show and it was all the babies. So I didn't go. I stayed at the barn. And then a bunch of the horses went, like 10 or 15 horses went. But we still you know, had a bunch. Of, this is when we still had like 45 horses in the program. So he arrives and I'm taking him around the barn. He does arrive on time. Which is, this is the general program. Like when you get here in the mornings, you'll start mucking the stores. You know, we all have our little projects to do. 
And, um, and then, you know, we did that. And um, he's like, oh, so there are more horses? You know, he kept asking if there were more horses. And I was like, yes, there's more horses. You know, some are at the show. And then I said, oh, now I'll take you over to Kevin's barn. And um, you can come over and, you know, grab a horse. It's Kevin's barn's literally next door to us in Aiken. And um, I walked him over and I was like, oh, shoot, I just got a- can you run back and get something out of the barn and I'll, I'll head over to Kevin's barn and um, can you meet me back here? And um, I gave him 10 minutes and I'm like, what the hell? Like, wh- where is he? And uh, <laughs> I've done a run and um, he, he'd left. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, how many uh, hours? I think you win right now on the, yeah, on the shortest yeah. amount of hours. hours. Hour and a half. Hour and a half. Oh, like, you win! Oh, you totally win! <laughs> That's awesome. Mine always stay too long. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! All right, Courtney, your turn. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, great! I get to follow that. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> this one's pretty good, though. She's gonna kill me for telling this story. Um, so <clears throat> we had a girl yeah. that was with us over the summer, and her horse comes in. Um, her horse comes in with just like a, you know, lump on its neck. It's been bit by something and we had the vet coming out anyway. So she's going to take a look at it when she's there. And she says, Oh, put some DMSO on it and then give him a thousand pound dose of banamine tonight and tomorrow and onward. Well, I was leaving to go out of town. Oh, can everyone still hear me? Sorry. Yeah, we can hear you. Yep. Yep. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Sorry. It tried to cut out. Um, and I was leaving. So I was like, would you instead of injectable banamine since no one's going to be here to give it and you don't have to pay the vet to come back out the next three days while I'm gone. She goes, oh yeah, that would be great. And so we're looking at the next horse and all of a sudden I hear, Courtney, do I just put this on top of the DMSO? And I turn oh. around and she has slathered the banamine paste <laughs> all over this horse's neck topically. <laughs> 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 and we all just looked at her like, what in the world just like it's one of those things you're like you couldn't make this up if you wanted to and she's been with us for five years off and on i don't know what that says about her or us but it's something (laughs) yeah how recently this This was fourth of july this last summer (laughs) yep (laughs) like oh my all right, Steph, I'm going to let you let you wrap this one up. Oh, God. I'm sure you got a good one. I, I have a lot of good ones, but <laughs> the most appropriate one. Um, so we ha- this is actually a Bromont. A couple years ago, we had a girl, a foreign girl come, and we stayed with owners there. So it wasn't like a hotel or anything. Like we were staying up in a loft, and there was three of us staying up there. And so Bromont obviously is a long, so you get there on like the Monday or something. So – I think on like Thursday or Friday. So we've been there for like many days, Thursday or Friday. She comes to me and she's like, how are you coping with this towel situation? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And she's like, yeah, like, like, what are you using as the towel? And I'm like, a towel, like, what are you talking about? And so she misheard where the towels were kept. So she's been using the t-shirt that she wore every day as her towel. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so I like thought she was kidding, but she would come back and she never had a towel with her, but I was like, maybe she just left it in the bathroom. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know, like not my jurisdiction. So, um, 
but no, as it turned out every day, she showered and then like dried herself off with her towel that, I mean, with her shirt that she wore that day. (laughs) And I think she thought that's maybe what Americans did. I don't know for sure, but that's, (laughs) that's what. With your dirty shirt, you're clean. Yes. (laughs) And like at the end of the day, I'm like, surely you got dirty. Yeah. Surely that doesn't smell so nice. (laughs) So that was weird. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. All right. So um, (laughs) this is one thing that I always uh, find very interesting with the grooms because people, everything, uh, many people do so many different things at this period of time. You're at a long format, right? And we've been busting. It's Sunday morning and we've got through the trot up. We're finally back to the barns. What do you guys do after the, straight after the trot up, when you're done with the trot up, what, what is your best practice then what? I guess it is. If you're done with the trot up, then what? So um, I'll start with uh, I'll start with Courtney. Um, I guess it depends on which horses we have. So a couple of them will go for a quick little jump school right after the trot up. And so if there's a couple minutes, I like to just kind of let them sit because as you all know, we've probably been there since the gates opened at five and we've been in their faces the entire time getting them ready for this lovely Sunday morning trot up. Um, but if not, get tack on them quick and try to get out to jump just a few small fences and see how much horse we have before bringing them back. And then, you know, like at Tryon, you all know we were quite quick from the trot up to jumping. So there wasn't a lot of time to really do anything other than just keep going. Um, but at Kentucky, you have quite a bit of time and some of the others. So then I like to either just let them have a minute and leave them alone or even take them, you know, another kind of quick little graze and let them just have a mental moment before really getting them ready to go jump for real. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, Sal. Uh, yeah. I mean, generally get back and put them in the stool for as, you know, at least half an hour if possible, just let them be alone. Um, once again, it depends on what your rider likes to do with any particular horse and how they've come out on that Sunday morning. Um, you know, with Lauren, obviously I've, I'm very lucky and, um, and the way that, well, Lauren plus the horses that I have are, you know, pretty easy in a lot of ways to compare to a lot of horses. So generally they can go and they still have a break for half an hour and then go out for a nice long hand walk and some grass. And yeah, I mean, really it just depends on what you've got and then just get prepared. And I like to try and just take my time getting them ready for the show jumping and keep everything really chilled and as uh, stress-free as possible for them. Yeah. Christina. Uh, I mean, yeah, get them back from the trot up, usually throw some wraps on their legs and just let them take a nap until they have to go out and jump. I'm pretty fortunate. Generally, we don't uh, do much with them between the jumping and they can just kind of chill and rest and not have me poking at them because I've been poking at them from five o'clock in the morning until and then usually I, I'll start packing stuff because it's time to get going home and get the show jumping stuff out that I, that I need to go back in the trailer at that point. Yeah. All right, Steph. Uh, Boyd usually likes to do a little jump school as well in the morning or like a little canter around or something like, you know, like flat around. 
Um, so usually just get that out of the way so then they can have a few hours to rest before the show jumping if that's how the schedule works. Um, and like these other guys said, like, if there is quiet time, I like to either start packing or get everything set up for the show jumping so then I'm not running around frantic. You know, you can just kind of get them ready and just be chill because by this time, they've pretty much... <laughs> By this time, can you see my dog back here? Yeah. I can hear him. Um, just these little ears. Yeah, she's emotional. She's right here. Um, uh, so anyways, just something to, like, if there's quiet time, let them have quiet time. If there's, you know, they need to jump, let them jump. And then just try to be organized so you're not running around frantically trying to get to the warm-up, get a jump, and, you know, get the boots checked and all that. So just try to prepare yeah. yourself. Awesome. Emma? Um, honestly, there isn't much more to add to that. I would say Philip's program follows very much along with what Steph just said. You know, we tend to, after the job, he'll either flat them or jump them, depending on what horse it is. And, um, you know, it's all about individual, what they need, right? Uh, Z is a very good horse that likes to, you have to do everything very slowly. The more stressed you are, he's, he stresses himself out. So, you know, I make sure my time, you know, I, everything is completely organized and very in my head. I've got a time frame of how, when I'm going to tack him up, when I'm going to get to the ring um, so that he is as calm as he can be. Um, but then other horses, you know, they still want to be, they still want to go out hand grazing and, you know, um, they'll, they'll do a jump school and then I'll take them out for a long time grazing and then let them go and have a break. So really, really depends on the horse you've got and, and the rider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They have weird ideas sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, and okay, and then following that up, okay, here's this is what is the most bizarre request you've ever had from one of your riders? And I'll uh, because you were last to go, Emma, I'm going to start with you. <laughs> um I, most of you won't feel as bizarre, but like um it would be <laughs> I can remember um Obviously, Philip's fallen off a few times, as with a lot of riders. And uh, th we were at the training camp for the t uh, Toronto Pan Ams. We were at um, Morningside. And he had pulled his groin muscle and he asked <laughs> if um, I could laser his groin muscle. And uh, <laughs> what, what, what I say? I mean, you've got to do what the right <laughs> And uh, needless to say, a few people walked in and were like, what is going on? And I'm like, it's just his groin muscle, that's all. <laughs> Being professional. Being professional. <laughs> oh, my God. Sally? Uh, I'm not going to say that it's bizarre as such. I can't, like, kind of bizarre for me at the time, but... There's another word for it. I just can't think what it was. But at a pretty major event in England one time, the rider I was working for um, didn't like my braids. It uh, didn't like so much that I used bands to braid. So I had to find someone else to braid my uh, what then was three-star three star horse, now four-star horse. So it was Kind of seemed a bit bizarre to me and maybe a little embarrassing, but you know, it was what it was. Oh my god, Steph. What did you say, me? Yeah, <laughs> Steph. Oh, sorry, Stephanie. it cut out. Sorry, that's it. Uh, no, <laughs> sorry, it cut out. Um, well, I wasn't going to share this story, but Emma brought up the groin muscle one, so that was weird. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, 
so Boyd also has fallen off a lot. He's a bit broken. <laughs> really? Um, and, really? <laughs> and yeah, spoiler alert. Um, so there's like a lot of taping and, and stretching and things like that. But um, this past year in Aiken, he needed an injection. I don't know what it was, but it had to go in his butt cheek. And for some, but I understand. Okay, so and I was the only one capable because it was Joe. No offense, Robin Karen, but it was Joe, Bradley, Mike, or myself. Or I guess Boyd oh, could have done it himself too. But if you've seen him with a needle, you understand why. Um, so I was, I was oh, no. the chosen one. You were the only responsible one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i guess wow. yeah yeah, yeah so that's that. that's a good yeah, one sorry i should have had steph go last sorry guys yeah yeah exactly uh christina um so will is just particular about like food and drink he's yeah. really obsessed with pickles oh yeah um and then will also only drink Evian water. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, and he's also not always the most organized person in the world. So a lot of times, fortunately, we have a gas station like two minutes down the road. So a lot of times, like in the summer when it's really hot, he won't have any water in the barn and he can't drink tap water. So we have to go to the gas station and get him bottles of Evian water and like those pickles in a bag. <laughs> the pickles in a bag. But fortunately, okay he started buying pickles in a bag, but he has to have Evian. Yeah, oh yeah, it has to be Evian. But so he sweet. fortunately, awesome. you can get um, snack packs of pickles now. They're like these mm. little like containers, uh, almost like you know, like peaches or whatever. So he's gotten better, and he'll like buy that in bulk and it just lives in the tack room and he also really likes pickle pops yeah the funny thing is, the last time he was on our podcast he gave his pickle recipe he was pickling avocados at that time yeah he was yeah he gave his <laughs> oh that's recipe. right yes, so this yes. is so funny to me <laughs> oh, yeah, he, loved, he loves him some loves him some pickles <laughs> yeah. pickle it up man oh my god oh, uh, macaroni 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 uh, baking kick sorry i'm oh i don't do pickles at all so i'm just recovering for a <laughs> second like oh i can't do Sweating. it <laughs> um yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're just bizarre people. Cause the only thing that I could <laughs> think of that like stands out as weird. When I first started working here, Doug was biking a lot, uh, as his cardio in the afternoons. It's like he'd get done riding and he'd go bike for hours and he'd gotten a new pair of bike shorts that rubbed him completely the wrong way. And he comes in the next morning <laughs> and he's like, do you know any good things to help with chafing? And I'd worked here for maybe 10 days. I was just like, what in the world have I gotten into? Like, why are you asking me this? Just like handed him a bottle of baby powder and walked away. I didn't even know what to say to him. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. All right. Well, we're going to leave everybody on those notes, Karen. You got a couple visuals we're hoping everyone can digest. We got Steph shooting who knows what in Boyd's butt. <laughs> uh, we had Courtney retching over thinking pickles. Of pickles. Um, you know, we had... Uh, Amy, Emma, who knows, Laser and Phillips. So this is some crazy stuff. So um, 
We hope everyone enjoyed part one, right, Karen? It was a lot of fun. So stay tuned next week for part two, more of the same type of hijinks. Thanks again to Max for moderating and everyone for, for really getting out there and giving it their all. And um, we'll, see, we'll do part two next week, right, Karen? Absolutely. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or your favorite podcast app. Cheers.